Back to Austin Hill in the morning. Questions or comments for the show? You can leave them on our show page at MyFaithRadio.com. Austin Hill in the morning. I'm Dick Whitworth along with Bill English. Uh, We're pinch hitting today for Austin who is under the weather and uh, just uh, certainly wishing him well and actually uh, praying for him. So if you think about him today, he's uh, fluish, I understand. So uh, God bless you, Austin. Thank you for allowing uh, Bill and I to sit in. Uh, This is the time of morning Wednesdays where we kind of turn the table where uh, Bill today has gone from co-host to uh, the guest, and he's an associate at the Platinum Group, CEO of Elevate, creator of BibleandBusiness.com. And Bill, out of uh, your recent post on BibleandBusiness.com, you talk about Pete Carroll, and he uh, he's teaching us a valuable leadership lesson of literally having your back, so to speak, of, of your, your, your employees, those kinds of things. Uh, talk a little bit more about this. This is, um, this is hugely helpful, and it's not something that's always demonstrated. There does seem to be a lot of uh, finger-pointing uh, in companies that, uh, you know, I'm not responsible, it had to be somebody else, that kind of thing. It did, and uh, no matter what organization you're in, if you're the leader, you end up having to take responsibility for what your staff does, even if they, what they do basically messes everything up. Look, Pete Carroll came out of the Super Bowl, and in his post-game interview, he says, and I'm going to quote here, uh, he responded after the game, he said, I told those guys, that's my fault, totally. Talking about the call to throw the ball on the one-yard line, and it it gets intercepted. By the way, if he catches it and goes into the end zone, (laughs) then it's the gutsiest, greatest call Pete Carroll ever made. It's still called the call. (laughs) It's still still the call. But uh, Carroll did go on to say, I don't want them, his, his team, to think anything other than that. They busted their tails. They did everything they needed to do to put us into position, and unfortunately, it didn't work out right. It's a hard lesson is what he said. So um, he took responsibility for the call. Now, his offensive coordinator, I think, made the call on the specific play. Mm -hmm. But Pete Carroll said, let's throw the ball. The offensive coordinator made the exact play call. All right. Have you ever found yourself in uh, either sides of that coin? Have you ever been a supervisor uh, where one of your staff let you down? How did you handle that circumstance? Not well. Not well, quite frankly. Um, in fact, I, I did what uh, Bill Belichick would have done. I, I threw some of my staff under the bus, and that was wrong. And, um, and I, I regret having uh, said some of the things that I said. Uh, but having said that, I learned from that as well. And now, if my staff were to mess up, it's still Bill English's fault. Mm-hmm. It, it really is, because I'm the guy in charge. Do you know, I had a, I had a, um, a former supervisor in a... In another state, which seems lifetimes ago, uh, but it was. Oh, you're a, not that old. Come well, on, it, now. It, it feels that way. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, he used to have a saying, and I and I have adopted it because I, I really love it. When things would mess up, we would have an event or a conference or whatever it might be, and there were some dropped balls, so to speak. Somebody made a mistake, or he said, "Look, I'm not after a pound of flesh. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to correct the situation so it doesn't happen again." And he said it often and enough that uh, we really began to believe him that, look, I'm not, I'm not here to chew you out. I'm not here to um, take you on. Right. Let's just figure out what went wrong so it doesn't happen again. What a great approach. It is a great approach. And when you focus on improving the process rather than pounding on the people, 
uh, by the way, there's a great sermon there, then you can uh, turn around and improve the, the morale and the uh, efficiency and the productivity of your organization. I think most of us believe that our staff are, are those people we supervise want to do a good mm-hmm. job. You know, and I, I think if you come at it from that perspective, that changes your approach to uh, to dealing with problems. It really does. Most people have a good heart. They want to do a good job. But if they're not given the tools, if they're not given the process uh, so that they know how to succeed in their job and that that process and those tools align with how they're going to be measured at the end of the year, assuming mm-hmm. that you're doing employee reviews on an annual basis. You should be. As you should be. Then uh, uh, then they're going to be well motivated. Okay, I'm going to put you in the shoes of Coach um, <clears throat> Pete, uh, of Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Coach Carroll. Coach Carroll. What conversation do you have with your offensive coordinator? I think you go back to your offensive coordinator and you just say, it's too bad it didn't work out. That's all. That's all that you do. I. You don't sit there and rake them over the coals. You don't take them to task. You don't take them behind the barn for the forty lashes, because quite frankly, Pete had signed off on that game plan. I promise you, Pete had signed off on the game plan. He had signed off on the various end of game scenarios that they had planned. He knew what was going to happen, and I think that's part of the reason why Pete took the took the uh, responsibility. All right. This is not sports talk, by the way, folks. <laughs> sports talk on Faith Radio with Dick and Bill. I think that's a valuable leadership lesson. We're going to take a break. We're going to continue the conversation with Bill English on Austin Hill in the morning. Uh, Dick and Bill filling in for Austin, who is not feeling well. Time is 7.15. Thanks for joining us on uh, Austin Hill in the morning. On a Wednesday, I'm Dick Whitworth along with Bill English. Uh, We're both filling in for Austin Hill in the morning. Austin not feeling well today. And uh, Bill, I do take note of the fact it takes two of us to fill in for Austin. Yes, it does. (laughs) (laughs) He's a valuable member of our team and uh, certainly wish him well. Uh, We're talking a little bit about some leadership lessons really from the Super Bowl. And I dare say uh, the one that we've talked about specifically, Pete Carroll's call to really support his teammates and uh, his his whole staff. I mean, I think that was not only a courageous thing to do, but uh, the appropriate thing. But, Bill, I think uh, you feel like that there are some other leadership lessons that for businessmen and women that we can learn from really just um, maybe the call and uh, the process, but also the game itself. Yeah, so let's let's take a look. Let's say you have an employee in your business, you're running a $10 million business, and they mess up, and it's going to cost you $70,000 uh, right off right off your bottom line. And, but, they, but they were following process, they have a good heart, it wasn't malicious, and they certainly weren't trying to embezzle or anything like that. And yet, had they thought about it a little bit more, maybe they could have avoided the mistake. What do you do? I think we, I think as a steward of what God has given you, which is your business. Now, mind you, I'm just coming from a Christian viewpoint. I think you look at, at what you can do in their life to encourage them to live more like Jesus Christ. And you understand that it's just money. Mm-hmm. It's not the end of the world. And so I, I think, I think you encourage your employee, you instruct them, but you don't ride their case. 
if they keep doing it repeatedly, then obviously you have to let them go. All right. Let's, let's do the same scenario, but you're in a publicly traded company and you're the supervisor or the manager of a division and an employee of yours uh, just made a similar mistake. Yeah, I, I don't know that I would handle it any different as a Christian in a public setting. Just understand that I might end up losing my job as a result. Mm-hmm. But that's where trusting God for your employment and for your future and realizing that your real future is in heaven, not on this earth, uh, I think comes into play. All right. Um, easier said than done? It is. It is. Totally agree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> much easier said than done well i think i i mean these are real life scenarios which which leads us to our small um business breakfast series that's coming up uh, on march 12th i believe is that correct date it is the, All right. the small business series yes and um austin hill is going to be our first speaker he's going to be talking about something that i know resonates with you and it's really came from last year's survey of small uh, business owners, and we talked to them about a series of things that, uh, well, we wanted to hear from them because, again, we didn't want to prescribe uh, to situations that weren't real. And so out of this, we've developed uh, a, really a four-breakfast uh, series uh, approach to dealing with some problems and pain points, as it were, pressure points, that small business owners are facing. Yes, and so we took what what we had within the survey last fall is we were able to stratify, so to speak, uh, the core pain points that these small business owners are facing. And then we took four of the top five, and we turned that topic into a session with real tools and real solutions that small business owners will be able to gain at the breakfast series and put to use immediately that day in their business. And so we are going to be talking about the the broad categories are going to be marketing and then hiring and then uh, leading and building your management team and finally hearing God's voice when you when you need to make a decision. All four of those. Uh, you're not going to see those in most other business-oriented uh, venues. Well, and the exciting thing is if you'd like more information, you can find it on our website, myfaithradio.com. It is also... Uh, you can register as well on BibleandBusiness.com. And uh, this is a passion of you. Your businesses have been large and small uh, all at the same time, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, I, the, yes. Um, yeah. And, and really, you know, when, when you get one of the things that you get within me as a guy who knows what it's like to be running a business that was awash in cash. We had so much cash at some point. We honestly didn't know what to do with it. I remember talking with my controller one time and he said, Bill, I have 400000 sitting in the checking account. What do you want me to do with it? And I didn't know what to tell him. Right, And we've also been at the other end where we've had so much debt, we didn't know how we were going to pay it all off. Mm-hmm. And so we, we have, we ha- I have been at both ends of that spectrum. And these, I can promise you, these breakfast series topics I wish I had had uh, 10 years ago when I was running my business. All right. And the first one with Austin, he's going to be talking about marketing, some ways to, uh, uh, I don't want to give away everything, but he's going to be talking about how you can partner with other groups and, and really gain a win-win for everybody. It is. He has a very innovative idea. It's not new to Austin. Uh, in other words, he didn't come up with it, but it is a great idea as to how to serve the marketplace as well as how to uh, get great marketing for your uh, company on very little dollars. All right. We're going to go back to football just for a moment. Sports, All right. sports talk continues. Pete Carroll team is going to uh, take 
the next two and a half months off just to kind of lick their wounds, recover. What do you say to your team when you come back into, uh, into training this uh, late spring, early summer? Uh, you were that close to the golden ring, to the, uh, to the Super Bowl prize. How do you reinflate your team after such a devastating loss? I Look, I think you tell them that they're already at the top of their game. I, I, everybody is going to look at this Super Bowl as the one the Seahawks lost, not the one that the Patriots won. Now, no one's looking at this and saying the Patriots won the Super Bowl, except Bostonians, right? <laughs> um, everybody else That's around true. the country is saying the Seahawks lost this. And so I think if you're Pete Carroll, you come in, you say, look, uh, there's been transitions all over the leagues. Every team is different. We have to work just as hard, if not harder, to make sure that we make it back to the Super Bowl and put ourselves in a chance to win. And wouldn't you say that to your sales manager who came that close yes. to landing that contract? Yes. Yes. It's the same principle. It is the same principle. Phil English, you're a good guy. So are you, Dick. <laughs> and we're filling in for Austin Hill in the morning as uh, Austin uh, has uh, some time away to recuperate, not feeling well. Uh, we're going to continue. Actually, we're going to be talking to, in just a, a few moments, to Michael Ross, actually author of Worry-Free Living, uh, in about a half an hour. And so uh, exciting times on uh, this morning's show, 725 on this Wednesday. <laughs> 